Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Gimel, Masechet Yoma. We will begin uh, on the top of Daf Gimel Amur Alf. Um, we are at the words, Ve'ema Atzeret. Four lines down from the top of Daf Gimel Amur Alf. Now, we had said that there's a pasuk. The pasuk says, it's a, the pasuk, when it talks about Shevat Yimeh HaMiluim, says the following thing. It says, La'asot lechaper. Ka'asher asa bayom hazeh, like we did during the Miluim, which is that the Kohen Gadol was separated for seven days. This that we did by the Miluim, Siva Hashem, Hashem commanded, La'asot, to do, Lechaper to forgive Alechem on you. That is the pasuk that we said mentioned in the thing. Now this pasuk mentions Laasot Lechaper, and we learn Laasot teaches you that not only does the Kohen have to be quarantined for seven days for the Miluim, but also Maase Para when you do the Para Duma, also seven days of quarantine for the Kohen doing it. And when it says the word Lechaper, that's referring to Kippurim, right? So we're asking now, who told you the word lechaper has to be kippur? Maybe it means Sheminiyat said it. We said last time, perhaps that Sheminiyat said it. So I said, okay, we figured out in the end why it could not be Sheminiyat said it. Today's question is, okay, Sheminiyat said it is only one of the one day holidays. We have other one day holidays besides Sheminiyat said it. Ema atzeret. Maybe it's atzeret, which is of course the Chag of Shavuot. Shavuot is only one day. Who told you the word Lechaped is referring to Yom Kippur? Perhaps it's uh, the holiday of Atzeret, which is Shavuot. Says the Gemara, Ve'em Atzeret, Tiprishat Shival Yom Echad Hu. That would also be a seven-day quarantine for one day, because we said before it has to be seven for one, not seven for seven. Okay, this is also seven for one, that'll be fine. Amar Rabbi Rabbi says, Danin Par Echad Ve'ayel Echad, Mi Par Echad Ve'ayel Echad, we look at the type of korbanot that are done on each day. And since the Musaf of Kippur has has one has a shor va'ayil, right? Similarly, when we have the Miluim, Shor Va'ayil is Bawach, right? And when it comes to Shavuot, it's a Shne'elim. Since the Shne'elim, uh, you see that since they're different, we want to compare. We'd rather compare two things that are, have this have similar korbanot to things that have different korbanot. Says the Gemara, That's good to connect Miluim to Kippur and not Shavuot, according to the rabbi who says, that Yom Kippur is actually only one ayel. Then it will be part of ayel. Very nice. But if you're going to the opinion that holds that Yom Kippur is actually two elim, what can you say? Now, in other words, what can you say? It means why is Yom Kippur better than Shavuot? They both have two elim, so they're both dissimilar. So therefore, why don't why are you comparing Kippur and not Shavuot? Now, how they could be... Mr. Binyamin is looking at me, he's saying... How could there be a machloket about how many elim there are in Kippur? 
It's straight up in the sacrifice. That's what's really bothering Mr. Benjamin. Correct? That was bothering you? Yeah. It was bothering you, right? I can tell in your eyes. Don't we throw one I'm not and joking. sacrifice yeah. one? What? Don't we throw one and sacrifice one? No, that's no, not no, it. No, those are, that, those are two different things. That's not, that, that's, that, that's, uh, this is talking about in the Musaf. Oh. In other words, you're talking about the, there's a special... Uh, Shlomo mentioned a good point. I want to I wanna discuss something. On Kippur, there's, there's the regular daily sacrifices, there's the Musaf, and there's Avodat Hayom. Avodat Hayom includes going to the Kodesh Kodeshim, uh, doing, uh, doing, the, sac- do, doing the, 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 the lottery with the things, of which one goes, gets pushed off the cliff, and which one becomes a, a sacrifice of, of the two Sevim, those, those are Seirs, right? Here we're talking about Elim. The Elim are only part of, they're not part of Avodat Hayom. They're part of the regular Musaf of the day. But it happens to be every Musaf of different days has different sets of Korbanot. The Musaf of Kippur happens to be, there's a Machloket, how many Elim are involved. Why? You're going to see soon that the Korbanot mentioned in Ayel twice. It's not clear if the Ayel, the two different mentioned when they talk about the Korbanot of Kippur, if the two Elim that are mentioned, two different are talking about the same one, they're referring to the same Ayel, and therefore there's only one Ayel. Or they're referring to two different ilim, and if so, then you need two separate ilim. That's the machloket in the Brayta. is not clear. They're not clear about what the pasuk means. That's why it's the machloket about the ilim. Look inside, you'll see it now. The Tanya will enter the Brayta. Rabbi Omer Rabbi says, "Haomer kan." I'm sorry. I ayel echad hu. There's only one one ayel in Kippur. Why? Haamur kan. Who amur luchumasha pikudim? The one that's mentioned in Vayikra. Is the same one that's mentioned in Bamidbar. What are the two pesukim? If you looked in, if you look in Rashi, Rashi will tell you. Either way, the pesukim are in Vayikra um, and Bamidbar, and they're both the same. The two separate ones. One that's mentioned here in Vayikra, the other one that's in Bamidbar. So, according to Rebbe Shimon, then why, we have a question now. If you hold this to Elim, so Shavuot has two Elim, so does Yom Kippur. So, why, why do you pick Yom Kippur, not Shavuot? So, this is the Gemara. I feel him on the Bira Lazar, but Bishimon, even according to Bira Bishimon. Hatam, Chad the Chovatayom, the Chad the Musafim. When it comes to Kippur, two of them are Chovatayom. No, I'm sorry. The two of them, one is Chovatayom, right? And one is Musaf. La Fuki Atzer, the Chavai Chovatayom. On Musaf, on Atzer, they're both. They're both on Atzeret, they're both Chovat Hayom, and therefore, you can't compare the two. Now, says Gemara, Ve'ema Roshana, who told you, you're looking for a one-day holiday? Okay, you ruled out Shemini Atzeret. Click. Okay, you, ru- you ruled out Shavuot. Click. Ema Roshana, maybe Shkubet Roshana, and say, that Roshana also needs seven days beforehand. Why? It would be seven for one, exactly what you want. 
because I remember the Miluim was also seven for one. We're seven, seven days preparing for the one day of the Yom HaShemini. Shemini, that's it. Uh, the, the, here too. Amar Abhu, Rabbi Abhu says, no. You know why we don't do Rosh Hashanah? Danin par ve'ayil shelo. Mi par ve'ayil shelo. Rafuki al-Sarit for Rosh Hashanah. Tisibur ninhu. Explaining. On Rosh Hashanah. Sorry. On Rosh Hashanah and on Shavuot, both of the holidays, the the korban of the ayil was offered with tzibur money, with money from the shekelim. That's who they bought it from. But on Rosh, uh, on Kippur, and on the Miluim, the Korbanot were bought with the private money of the Kohen Gadol. Oh, he bought it himself. Right. And therefore, we want to compare things that are bought with private money, Shelo is Shelo, to other things with private money. And we don't want to compare it to Rosh Hashanah and Shavuot, where we're buying it with Simon money. That's the answer to be Abhu. Where is that? The Pasuk says by, by Yom Kippur. So he says that makes sense according to the one who says Kachlecha means Mishelcha, they have to pay with your own money. Vaaselcha, when it says Aselcha, Mishelcha means with your own money. Uh, when we say Kachlecha, like Kachlecha Samim, like wait, it has to be bought with your own money, and Aselcha Chasrot is your own money. But the one who's, according to the opinion, who says that those is also Sibur money, Michael, how are you going to explain over here that the Kohen Gadol does not use his own money? Now, who told you that? Where is the Machloka Rakach Lecha Aselcha? Well, to quote it now. Itanya, oh, here's Eli. Itanya, because we learned to the Brighta. Oh, Eli's not coming, I didn't realize. Oh, I can't call Eli unless I call him on this phone. Hold on. Sorry, Eli's calling. Let me see if I can do him on this phone. Ed, call. You have Eli here? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, we don't have Zoom today or what? Oh, he didn't get here yet. Uh, C D E. Hold on a second. Eli, how to be a gun? Eli, here? No. Oh, no. oh, Mark's here. Great. Eli. Okay, you're on. Ivan, you're on. Who? You're on too. I'm here. Yeah. Okay, good. So we're we're, we're doing co- a low tech conference call today. Okay. You need Yuma. We're in Yuma. Yuma, you got it. Right. Yeah, you're doing Yuma. Okay, let's go. So it says Detanya. We learned in the Brighta. We're second line down on Dav Gimel Amud Bet for those who are just joining us. It says. Whenever you see Hashem told Moshe, it means Moshe pays himself. Whenever Hashem told Moshe, do it for yourself, means you got to spot up for it. Okay? When it says, take it for yourself, to you, that's different. So, welcome, Joey. That that is, those, both those are Moshe Rabbeinu himself. And when it says, as, when it says, V'yikhu uh, elecha, that's Sibur. Divrei Biyoshia, that's Rabbi Yoshia. Rabbi Yoshia, Ben Kachicha, whether it's Kachicha, 
Ben vikru elecha. What is vikru elecha? Mishel tzibur. It's always tzibur. So Rabbi Yochanan does not agree that Moshe has to pay for anything. So So if so, why does he take So we're explaining. We're asking now if you agree with that that you only say you always say. Uh, from the public, even though Hashem used the term kachlecha, Rabbi Yochanan says that even though Hashem used the word kachlecha, doesn't mean Moshe has to pay for himself. You can take it from the, from the shikalim. So if so, why would Hashem ever specify kachlecha? Kaviachol, it means like this. Kaviachol mishelcha anirotzei yotem mishalem. I wish it was yours. It's like Hashem expressing that he doesn't really want money from Kali Yisrael. I really want it from you, because you didn't do the egel. But, of course, take it from the sibur. So kachlecha is not according to the, the first opinion of Yoshia, kachlecha sibui has to be yours. According to Yochan, kachlecha is is a way of Hashem saying, kachlecha, take it from the sibui, but listen, really, really I'd rather have yours because you didn't do the eagle. How do we see? Well let's Kaviachol, as if Mishelchan Yosem Mishel Mishalem. Abachanan Abachanan one pasuk says, make for yourself an Aronetz. The other pasuk says, one pasuk says, Vasu Aronetz. It says, they, they will make Aronetz. How does it work? When the Jews are doing what Hashem wants, then Hashem says, you let them make it, otherwise Hashem wants you to make it. Same idea. You see that they'd rather... They'd rather do it that way. Hashem would rather do it from Moshe, but it doesn't mean that Moshe has to pay for it. So, getting back to our question. So our question was, this, we're asking a question from the beginning, which I wanted to know, how do we know that the one day does not mean Rosh Hashanah? Okay? So we're answering, well, one day can't be Rosh Hashanah because uh, Yom Kippur is similar to Miluim, is that it has to come from the funds of Moshe Rabbeinu himself. Or the Kamukwang Adol itself. But we're asking now, wait a second. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that Kachlicha always never means the, your own funds, so we're back to square one. Why don't we compare it to, to the Roshana? Well, it says going on now. The argument between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yosha is not on all Kachlichas in the world. It's only referring to the kachlechas of general things, like like the kachlecha by kachlecha ketoret samin. The ketoret, the Rabbi Yochanan says, it can be from the sibur, and the and Rabbi Yoshi was saying it has to be Moshe's money. Kichot al kachlecha samim, asiot al aselecha shechatzot kesef. When Hashem told him make the two trumpets, aval hanach. But when it comes to Yom Kippur, parish kumvashi mishachahi. There, there, even Rabbi Yochanan agrees. That it has to be the Kohen Gadol's old thing. Why? Because it says straight up. The Kachlecha is like a hint. When it's Kachlecha, there's a machloket whether or not it has to be has to be um, Moshe's or not. But when it says straight up, like Yom Kippur and Miluim, it says straight up. Now, how does it say straight up? Let's see how it says straight up. It doesn't really say straight up by your own money. Let's see how it goes. Says so, all right. We, we're explaining that it's yours. Mechti. Let's see what it says by Miluim. It says, To the Jews, you will say following. You will speak saying, Take, 
And the Pasuk says, Vayomer Aaron, Kachlecha, Egel ben Lama. So why would, after it says, tell the Jews, take, why would it repeat and say, Kachlecha, afterwards? So the fact is, Kachlecha, it sounds like, Shmamina Kachlecha Meshlecha. The fact that you went from, from a Kach of the Jews, you switched to a, from a Kachu of the Jews, you said, Kach of Aaron, why did you, why'd you add an extra Kach? Obviously, to tell you that Aaron has to bring his own. Good? Uh, and by Yom the pasuk says, "Bezot yabo Aaron lekodesh bepar bemakad lechatat vaayelola." It says, "With this, Aaron will come to the kodesh with a par for a chatat and an ayel leola." Um, uh, Joey, we have Eli and Ivan on. If you want, just send me this link this way. Oh yeah. Eli's on. Okay, good. Ivan, if you want, yeah. if you want, you can link on the thing if you want, or you can stay on whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now. It does, but I gotta. It's a little complicated. Okay, let's go. Right. I can see from here. Okay. 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 So why do I have to mention bring the parachatat asher lo? You add extra word asher lo. So there, and that's like basically telling us here it has to be his because you add the extra word asher lo that he has. Well, obviously asher lo. Obviously, yeah, we mentioned it before. Why did you mention asher lo that he had? And it's like I, it's like I tell you. Um, uh, Shlomo is going to get his car. And then when Shlomo pulls up with the car, he says, Shlomo's bringing the car that he has. Why do you mention that he has? We just said bring the car. Obviously, Asher Law is telling you straight up that it has to be his money. Okay? Okay. So, the, so we came out in the end. The reason why we picked Yom Kippur to connect it to, maybe you can stick it in the box, by the way, brother. Stick it in, in the top. Good. Get a tripod, Forget it, we're going to tissue boxes. Ready? Low-tech tripods. Says the Gemara, Rav Ashi Amar, Rav Ashi says, Danin par lechatat v'ayel leola, mi par lechatat v'ayel leola. You have another reason why we connected uh, Milu'im to Yom Kippur and not Rosh Hashanah Shavuot. You know why? We connect par lechatat v'ayel leola, a par lechatat and ayel ola. On Yom Kippur, you have a, what, a, the, the chatat is a par, and the ola is an ayel. We par the chatat v'ayelola. To the other case, of par the chatat v'ayelola. La afuke Rosh That's excluding Rosh and Shavuot. To travail olot ninhu. Where both the par and ola are olot. In other words, when you have miluim, the par and ayel, one's a chatat, one's an ola. Don't compare it to... To Rosh Hashanah and Shavuot, you know why? Because over there, there's a part in the Ayil, but the one, they're both, but they're both Olas. So therefore, don't compare the two. And that's another reason why we should compare it. That's a much smoother reason. Ravashi's reason is a much smoother reason. There's not, not much to argue about. That's the connection. Okay. So so far, we have two reasons why we're we not comparing it. Uh, the the first reason was. The reason of Rabbi Abhu, who says that we should really make a chart of it. But Rabbi Abhu's reason, why don't we compare it to Rosh Hashanah and Shavuot? Answer is because Rosh Hashanah Shavuot is public funds, 
and Yom Kippur and Miluim are private funds of the Kohen Gadol. That's Rabbi Abu. Okay. Then we have Rabbi Ashi. Rabbi Ashi saying that the the par and the par and the ola par and the chat, par, the par and the ayil are chatat and ola by miluim and kippur, and when it comes to shavuot and roshana, the par and the ayil are both olot. That's why we're not connecting them. Now we have the third reason, Ravina, Ravina Amar, Danin avoda bekoen gadol, me avoda bekoen gadol, la fukikulu kashitan la avoda bekoen gadol ninu. When it comes to miluim. And when it comes to Kippur, the Avodah must be done by Kohen Gadol exclusively. But when it comes to uh, Rosh Hashanah no, and Shavuot, the Avodah of the Paran Chatat could be done by any Kohen. And therefore, we connect Miluim to Yom Kippur. Why? Because both of those are exclusively Kohen Gadol only. No one else could do it. But why we, we're not going to compare Miluim to Shavuot, where Miluim is Kohen Gadol only, and Shavuot is any Kohen? Good. So ask the Gemara another way. The Ikedami, others explain. I'm Ravina. Tanin Avodat Tichila, me Avodat Tichila. La Fukihani Dlav Tichilanu. We do the first Avodah to first Avodah. Miluim is the first Avodah. To, we compare that to Yom Kippur, which is the first Avodah, and not to, not to um, Rosh Hashanah and, and Shavuot, which is not first Avodah. Now, what does that mean? First one. My Tichila. Ilem Tichila Gadol. If you want to say that the first one means the first Avodah that only Kohen Gadol has to do, Hainu Kamaita, that's what we said before. Ela Avodah Tichila B'Makom. Which means the first Avodah in the place. If you think about it, the Miluim was the first Avodah that we're doing ever in the Mishkan. So the first one there. And Yom Kippur is the first Avodah that we ever do in the Kodesh Kodeshim. So, so therefore, there's a first in, there's a first type to each Yom Kippur and Miluim. But there's nothing first about the Avodah that happens on Shavuot. There's nothing first about the Avodah on Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, when you have to compare Miluim to something, we compare it to Yom Kippur, where there's a first, and don't compare it to Rosh Hashanah or 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 Shavuot, where there's nothing first about it. Is that clear? Was it smart or no? Yeah. Okay, good. That's the third opinion of Ravina. Good. Now, says the Gemara, Ki ate Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came, Amar, he said, Rabbi Yochanan matni chada, Rabbi Shua ben Levi matni tarti. Yochanan learned one, and Shuvi learned two. When it says to do and lechaper, right? Elumase Yom Kippurin. Maybe Shuvi Matni Taiti. Laasot Elumase Para. Lechaper Elumase Yom Kippurin. Okay, so now this is interesting because uh, according to this opinion, we have. When it comes to para aduma, we were saying, if you go back to the original, we were saying the word laasot is for para, the word lechaper is for yom kippur. And those are the only two times that you ever need seven days aside, right? Remember, hold on, let's just get a quick review. Review a second, right? Again, seven days the kohen gadol has to be set aside. Is that clear? Yeah. Good. 
That's what our Mishnah says, by Yom Kippur. Good. Where, the Gemara asks, where did we get it from? By the Miluim. Miluim, uh, the Kohen had to be aside for seven days. Moshe Rabbeinu was a, stay, stay away from Kali for seven days. Oh, I'm sorry, Arona Kohen had to set, be set aside for seven days before he before he did the Miluim. And we're learning, by the Miluim, it says the word, La'asot lechaper. La'asot teaches you that when you do the Paraduma, you also have to set aside the Kohen for seven days, like we mentioned yesterday. And lechaper teaches you Yom Kippur. Beautiful. Now, that's only one opinion. When Rav Dimi came, he says, that Rabbi Yochanan says, that Lasot Lechaper, both Yom Kippur. And he disagrees with the Parah. Seemingly. He says, the word Lasot Lechaper, are both Tukhma Kippur. There's nothing about Parah Duma. Parah Duma doesn't have to be separated, it sounds like. And Rabbi Shubhan Levi is one who says, what well, we always learned, that Lasot means Parah, and Lechaper means Kippur. So, it sounds like not everyone agrees. He says, Rabbi Yochanan, Matni Chada. Oh, I know why it's not so clear. Because I, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, is that better? <laughs> uh, better now? Is it better? Eli, is that clearer? Yeah, it's better. Okay. Uh, what exact line are we up to? I'm trying to ask, like, uh, the line right before the wide line. Yes. Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan Matni. Yeah. Yeah, two, two lines before the wide line. First one line, Rabbi Matni Chada. Actually, the first word line. The first word line. Rabbi Yochanan really learned only one? Is that how you're learning? Didn't we learn in a Mishnah? How could you say that Pada, Aduma, doesn't have a seven-day separation for the Kohen? It's a straight-up Mishnah in Pada. We learned in Mishnah. Shevat Yemim Kod Yom Kippur Vishabayin Yemim Kodem Kodem Servat Pada Both days? How can you just say that it's only uh, only Yom Kippur. It's straight up a Mishnah. The Mishnah says that before the Paraduma, they separate the Kohen for seven days. Rabbi Yochanan is making like this. Why do you use the word La'asot for Yom Kippur? You, know, you disagree that the Paraduma needs seven days to go straight? says, Ma'ala Be'alma. Rabbi Yochanan agrees that they used to do it. Rabbi Yochanan is not arguing that they separated the Kohen for seven days for Paraduma. Of course they did. The Mishnah says so. Rabbi Yochanan is just saying they did it. But it's only a chumrah. It's only a strictness. The, the pasuk la'asot was not referring to paraduma because the pasuk doesn't require this whole uh, seven days for paraduma. We do it only as a strictnesses. Like if you remember, we said yesterday that there were a lot of strictnesses we did that we used kliavanim. We used the, the stone kilim to avoid, to make a strictness to show people that shouldn't shouldn't mizalzel. So over here also we're being strict. But Rabbi Yochanan says this that we did the seven days was not necessary. That's why the pasuk was not referring to that. Like we did on this day, so you see from here, it's not just the even Rabbi Yochanan, who you're claiming only learns one, we have him quoting so he himself holds them both. So how are you getting out of this? You make you make it like Rabbi Yochanan only holds of, uh, of, of only Kippur. Here we see Rabbi Yochanan himself saying that's not the for for Kippur. So it's a contradiction. It's straight up. No, it's not a contradiction. You know why? 
This that he said that one's la'asot is for para, that is not his own opinion. That's him quoting his rabbi's opinion. He himself holds la'asot both kippur. So he disagrees with his rabbi? Yes. Yes. And he sometimes quotes his rabbi. Now, how, does he have, how do we have a right to assume that one is his rabbi? Because there's another quote where he quotes his rabbi and he quotes it. Here's the quote. Because when Rabin came, by the way, when you see Ki'ata Rabin, we were learning till now, we were learning Yerushalmi. And whenever it said Ki'ata, when he came, it was referring to rabbis from Babylonia who came to Yerushalayim because they were coming to, or to Israel because they were coming to Israel to bring their opinions. There were only two places where the rabbis were in those days Babel and, and Israel. So when, oh, when oh, and all over Bavli, when it says Ki'ata Rabin, when Rabin came, it's like the, the Babylonian rabbi saying, when Rabin came from Israel, he told us about all these new chidushim, right? And the other way, also, and when we were learning Yerushalmi, whenever it was Ki'ata, it was the other way around. It was saying, oh, when the rabbi came from Babel, he told us this chidush. So this is that first switch back to the regular Ki'atas, where it means the rabbi came from Israel, Okay? When Rabin came, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, he quoted Rabbi Yochanan, he says, Mishmur Yishmael, La'asot elomaseh para. Le'chaper elomaseh yom kippurim. So he, he, here's Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Yishmael. So you see that it's not Rabbi Yochanan's own opinion, it's Rabbi Yishmael's opinion, Rabbi Yochanan was just quoting him. Okay? Okay. I'll try a little bit more. Oh, sorry. The banging noise is act is is actual banging. It's live banging. You're getting to hear some live banging straight from Harlem to get the right feeling. There's an actual live guy banging behind the door, and you get to feel like you're here. Okay, we're not charging any extra for that. Okay. Amar Eshlakish. Eshlakish says, "Why is there banging?" Okay. Mehecha Kayalfitla. Where did you learn it from? If if what you're saying is true, if you're learning from Miluim, right now we're learning Yom Kippur from Miluim, right? Now by Miluim, if a, if the Kohen Gadol of Aaron wouldn't have separated himself for seven days, the whole Miluim wouldn't have been kosher. So Yom Kippur also, if you learned it from Miluim, we should say that if the Kohen Gadol doesn't separate for seven days, the Avodah Yom Kippur shouldn't work. But we know it's not true. Well, how do we know it's not true? Because in, it, it sound, because if you remember, there was a backup Kohen. Right? We said besides for the Kohen Gadol, Shivat Yamim, we, we have a backup Kohen in case his wife dies. Right? Oh, the backup Kohen Gadol. Av Kohen Gadol. The second Kohen Gadol. Is it because his wife dies or he dies? No, no. There was a backup Kohen Gadol in case he dies. He right? dies. In case he dies. Right? Now this... Backup wife also, no? Backup wife is my is the backup wife. Okay, but but backup coin that we have now the backup coin Gadol, he we only separate him. We, we don't separate him. We only get him. We only get him ready. We don't. It doesn't say that we separate him. So it sounds like if the coin Gadol dies, we're going to use the backup without him being signed seven days. Now, if we're really comparing it to Miluim, Miluim must be separated. So why wouldn't we separate the backup too? You have, you have the question? Yeah. We're saying it doesn't look like it's really Doraita, because if it was really Doraita, then we would have to do the backup guy. 
And therefore, how could you say you're learning the seven days from Kippur, from the seven days of Miloim, if you were learning a straight up, a straight up learning, then it should have to have the same rules. And the same rules would require that Separated. we separate everyone. And we should separate the What's the point of a backup? If he's not separated, it's not going to be kosher. There's no point of separating him. So I'm, there's no point of designating him if he's not going to be able to work when, when we need him. Right. So obviously, you see that Yom Kippur is not like Miloim. Let's read it inside. Okay, Amoresh Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan. Mehecha Kayafla, where you learn this from? Miluim? Imam Miluim, call Kutu Bahemakevim, just like Miluim. If something is missing, it, it destroys it. Avhacha, so too by Yom Kippur, Nami, call Kutu Bahemakevim. You want to say that everything that's there destroys it? Vechite Machinami. Maybe you'll say, yeah, that's right. Yom Kippur also, uh, if you don't have the, the, the seven days, it's no good. Vatanam, but you see in the Mishnah, Umatkinin lo Kohenachin. It says we designate another Kohen. Velokatani Mafrishin doesn't say that they separate him. It doesn't say that they quarantine the other Kohen at all. It just says they, they quarantine. Vechite, maybe you can answer me. When it says that they prepare him or they designate him, it means, it means that we separate him too. Maybe it means we separate the backup guy. No. Why would you mention the language for the Kohen? You say, we separate. And when it comes to the, the backup Kohen, it just says, we designate him. So it sounds like they're not told the same. Either both use both Matakanim language or both use Mafrishim language. Obviously, one is really quarantined, the other one's not. So you see, we have a problem. Says uh, Gemara. Is everyone with me or no? Matakanim means we mitaken, we get him ready. Now, we're assuming that the word getting him ready cannot mean seven days. Because if it was, seven days, he set aside for seven days. Because if it did, we should use the word Mafrishim. And if you want to say matkini, oh, matkini also means that. So you should use the same language. Both going at the, both yeah. the, the the original and the backup should have the same language. Why does one have one language, one has the other language? Obviously, they're having different rules. Yeah. Mafrishim means separate. Okay, in quarantine. Okay. <laughs> you see, they did. We, we 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 beat them to the quarantine. Except they're doing fourteen, we're doing seven. By the way, you should just know. Uh, I I once spoke. I, I spoke to. Uh, uh, infectious disease guy, and he's telling me that the real quarantine, even for COVID, is really really seven to eight days. It's really not 14. That 14 days is, is just, from the beginning, they had no idea that it's in 14, they never backed off it. Okay. Uh, Ivan, if you heard that, let me know if it's true. Okay. I concur. You concur, yeah? Is that is that true? Wow. Great. No, that's Ivan. Oh, Ivan. Yeah. Okay. I'm not asking Eli Abiy about this. I, <laughs> <laughs> Eli Abiy, I love him, but I don't need his opinion about quarantine. Okay. Um, expert in, 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 in diseases, First, pronounce it, then be the expert. Okay. Okay. Amar. So we answer back. Misinai. He says, Amar oh, oh, so, so he told him, Elamar So if you don't learn that, if you do not learn that the seven days we're learning from the Miloim, which is what we're learning all along, we have three blot that we're learning that the seven days of Kippur is coming from Miloim. So if you're not learning from there, where in the world do you, we, we get this idea of seven days from the Kohen Gadol? Where'd you get it from? If you're not learning Miloim, you need to know the source. Where'd you get it from? Says the Gemara, I learned it from Sinai. Was Moshe Rabbeinu, before he went up to get the Torah and Har Sinai, was separated for seven days? How do we know? Dekhtim Pazuk says, Vayishkon kvod Hashem al Har Sinai, Vayichaseu ha'onan, Sheshit yamim for seven days, Vayikra el Moshe b'yom ha'shevi, and they called to Moshe b'yom ha'shevi, 
Mechti, let's see. Ktiva Yikrayel Moshe Beyom Hashvi. It says they called to Moshe Beyom Hashvi on the seventh day. My Sheshit, I mean, what does it mean, six days? We see from here that anyone who goes in the Machaneh Shechina needs a seven day, needs a, needs a six day separation. And therefore we see that just like when you were going into the Kodesh Kodesh, just like when Moshe was going into the Shechina, he needs six days, so too when the Kohen Kodesh is going into the Kodesh Kodeshim, which only happens in Yom Kippur, he's going to need six days before it. Good. Ask the Gemara. Va, yes, what are you saying? Is the all the other Avadot besides for the Yom Kippur Avadah, is the Kohen Gadol doing it or a regular Kohen can do it also? Either, either. Except the only thing that has to be Kohen Gadol only is uh, Kippur and Miloim. So then why are we, isn't it simple? We're doing the seven day because we don't have a backup guy. Right? If someone becomes Tamei on Rosh Hashanah or, or uh, Sukkot, okay, so you get another No, no, but it, it, I'll tell you why it's not, Ivan, because over here, the Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol, who said, we, we have, we, don't, we need him, but who says he has to be seven days separated? What's the point of seven days? Where did you get that from? To make sure that he doesn't get a moon. That, I thought that was the logic behind it, that he doesn't get a metame or something. You just want to be safe. Like, you want to keep him... Okay, home. okay, so wait, wait, Ivan, we're going to talk... Uh, you know. Okay, we're going to talk about that, because the art... The, the, the odds of him getting not... You're going to see that what we're worried about... It's a good question, Ivan. What we're worried about for the Kohen Gadol is not really a big, big worry. You're going to see soon that the Tameh Afar that we're worried about is not really Tameh Met. We're really worried about, about his wife becoming an Ida. And that's a rare thing. So without a Pasuk, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know that you have to worry about that. Okay? Let's see. Okay. So... Uh, so we see for that. So Moshe says, Wait, wait a second. You're learning from Moshe Rabbeinu Har Sinai? We said seven days. Moshe Rabbeinu was six days. How can you learn this from that? One seven, one six. I thought someone was going to ask that. That's what I thought Ivan was going to ask. But he, he, went, he went on to somebody else. Says the Gemara, Matnitin Rabbi Yehuda ben Betirahi. Our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda ben Betirahi. Who's worried about his wife. Which means like this. This is the answer to Ivan's question. Um, the, 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 what we're worried over here is that maybe the Kohen, if we leave the Kohen Gadol with his wife he might have relations with her which is really fine it doesn't really bother anything having relations with his wife but the problem is there is a, 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 a completely very out there chance that one in a billion that his wife will have will become a Nida while he's having relations with her now if that happens okay it's not his fault we're not going to he, he, he maybe he wasn't supposed to expect it but it could happen let's say and if it would happen, then he would get Tamer fight. And, and that Tamer needs seven days. Right? So the, the Tamer of getting Tamer, when your wife got, has, has an Ida while you're there, you get Tamer like her, it means seven days. Okay? So, uh, so the problem here is that um, so we oh so why do we get six to seven? So so, so the Rishonim asked Ivan's question. If we're learning, if we're worried about seven days, so then because Nida, so then what's the point of Sinai? What's the point of connection to Sinai or Miluim? We, we can get it straight up. So they say two things. Either according to Ritva, either the Kohen Gadol 
was if you're only worried he might come to Tamer, you just move him out of his house. Why would you put him into the Beth Mikdash for seven days? Ah, obviously in the Beth Mikdash, that's because Moshe Rabbeinu moved out of his house, and we connected Sinai, we moved out. We just moved him out of his house, moved why, why to the Beth Mikdash? That's, that's one explanation. Or, or really, this idea of, this is the second answer that I told you, the idea that it's going to happen is such a remote chance. Millions of people have relations with their wife, and the wife doesn't have to have any die in the middle. The guy can marry. Why are you worried about such a straight out thing? You really wouldn't bother with it. But since we see that we did it by Moshe Rabbeinu, right. so we decide to do it over here also as a connection to Sinai. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. So you don't really have to do it for, for the backup. We we wouldn't really have to do it. We wouldn't really have to set him aside from his wife for so long. The only reason why we do that is because once we see that Moshe Rabbeinu did it, so therefore it tells us we should worry about it. Right. So, so, so for the backup, it's not essential. And the backup, since the, right, that's why we don't do it for the backup, because it's such a remote possibility. It's not essential. It's really learned from this, and we don't need it for the backup, because it's such a remote possibility. What? Was never with his wife after the... Yeah, we're talking about Aaron Cohen. Sorry. Aaron. He was with his wife afterwards. Aaron was with his wife way till, till much, much later. What? Yeah, I know, but, but we're talking about Aaron, not, not Moshe. Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Amen. We'll start again tomorrow from the top of Dalam Ralph. Well, thank you, everyone. Pleasure. Let me stop this one.